You are now on air. Morning audio date is 09.21.2023. Current time is 06 a.m. Eastern Time here in upstate New York, southern tier of upstate New York where I live and reside this Thursday morning. Wannabe Friday is also what is called hashtag wannabe Friday. Good morning, folks. This is the Fireman Rich Audio Podcast. Good morning, all. And uh, again, Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich here on Spotify for podcasters as also Fireman Rich over there on Truth Social, Instagram threads and X, formerly known as Twitter, though we all still call it Twitter. I don't know for how much longer because uh, I talked about an article yesterday uh and it's some sketchy reports right now, I guess. But it came. This article I read was some TechCrunch, and usually TechCrunch is pretty solid on what it's reporting. But it's reporting what Mr. Elon Musk had might have said or did say uh, might be coming down the pike there for uh, X slash Twitter as far as everyone's going to have to pay, not just for that blue check mark. Which incidentally, I just saw this morning another article or a post saying that it's no longer going to be a blue check mark. It's going to be a lightning bolt or something. I don't know. Elon, I don't know if he messes around with the uh, SpaceX rockets that much. <laughs> so that's why he's messing around with Twitter slash X, X slash Twitter, whichever direction you want to go. But um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, the, even the people like myself, if I want to continue to use it, um, spend a small nominal fee, which what's a nominal fee when you got eight bucks for the blue check mark right now? That's yeah, that's a nominal, but I don't care to pay for it. So if you're gonna make something even less than that, I'm still not gonna pay for it. There's other platforms to uh, be uh, posting on, such like I said, Truth Social, Instagram Threads. I'm over there on Getter, I'm on Gab, I'm on what used to be. Uh, Social um, S2 or something, and now it's called Pebble. Facebook? <laughs> Twitter's driving me to Facebook. But anyway, let me back out this intro music as we're getting our day started here. And we do have the morning coffee as far as that goes. Mm. And it is tasting mighty, mighty fine. And um, like I said, I, I just find that interesting. Just uh, starting out here at the top of the hour um, about uh, X slash Twitter. That, uh, um, but I had a response to my Twitter post the other day when I posted up the uh, link to the article, the TechCrunch article, stating of the nominal fee possibly coming to Twitter slash X X slash Twitter. I'm having fun with that. Um, 
But the uh, response was, or the reply was uh, not going to happen. Let me see. What was it? Let me bring it up here. Um, I can find it real quick. Here it is. Yeah. I go, um, what WTF at Elon Musk? Uh, Then the headline was, Elon Musk says, X will charge users small monthly payment to use the service. And I go, really, Elon? And the response that I got from a, a friend of mine that I've known for a number of years, never really met the guy, but uh, um, I, I did some work for him. He says, not true. So, I, and I like that. So, because it's, I, it's a place to post. It's it's not the same Twitter with Elon taking over. He's shaking it up a little bit. But when you spend the billions of dollars that he did for it, well, yeah, okay, you can. I'm not going to lose any sleep, but... You can charge me a small, small nominal fee. I don't know. I think that's the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm out of there and stuff. We'll see. Time will tell. We'll be some additional item in the news there to, to follow as far as that goes. Um, let's see. I was looking for something here. I usually have up my... Oh, there it is. As far as uh, Spotify for Podcasters page. And uh, we didn't have a broadcast Tuesday. We had the Mixcloud broadcast of the uh, Tioga Radio Show. So uh, um, next week we'll have two Tuesdays and Thursdays. And um, But just like to mention, this has been an app that I really love and enjoy. It used to be, it used to be formerly known as the Anchor app. And I have no affiliation with Spotify or Spotify for podcasters, even Anchor for that fact. But this is a fantastic app to where I love using it. It's on the LG Stylo 5 track phone, which you can't buy an LG phone now. I heard they went out of business. I guess I'm starting to look at that S23 uh, Ultra. Ultra? Track phone has it, so um, I might might be looking at uh, getting that for Christmas maybe. I think I've had this... LG for a couple years. It still works great. Um, But getting back to Spotify for podcasters, uh, this is a great app to be using on that phone. And I really, really enjoy it. And um, this podcast, audio podcast, I should say, is available uh, here on Spotify for podcasters on the webpage. Okay, but it's also available over there on the main Spotify page, Fireman Rich. Uh, again, Spotify for podcasters. It's over there on. I'm on Amazon Music. Just go to Amazon Music, put, plug in Fireman Rich, and you'll find me. Podcast, another big one. Castbox, Google Podcast. I'm on iHeart. I'm on Overcast, Pocket Cast, and uh, Radio Republic. And I appreciate. Um, Spotify for podcasters for making that available because it's great. And this is a free service. It's a free service. So I don't know what Elon is talking about. A nominal fee. He wants to battle the bots. Well, this service isn't, you know, they have ads. Yeah. And uh, you can even make a little bank on this. It's I haven't hit that button yet. I don't think I will. I don't want to, I, I like what I'm doing here and uh, we're having quite a few, uh, or we're, we're getting our listens more than what I, I figure I just get two or three, but we're averaging uh, in the analytics, we're, um, we're averaging 20 listens uh, an episode. 
And that's freaking fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm just a small fry. I don't want to be anything big. But those people, those 20 uh, listeners out there, thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. You have to recognize the people because you make it a success. And so if I'm having fun, I'm just one on the other side of the mic here, just uh, on my soapbox, blabbering away and stuff. So I, I want to be uh, uh, thankful for those that are listening. And uh, you really make it. Uh, that's just a extra cherry on the top of the cake as far as that goes. And uh, like I said, I've been averaging that. And there was a stretch there where I was just happy with the two or three. So thank you very much. And it's be primarily because of what this app provides as far as um, being able to distribute the, this audio podcast to other platforms. And I, I am very, very thankful of that. So thank you, Spotify. Uh, let's see. Currently here in the southern tier of upstate New York, uh, we have a temperature of, uh, what do we have? We have 48 degrees. So what's that Celsius? Was it 46 or 48? No, it was 48. 48 degrees Celsius this morning, waking up. It's about 8, 9. You might as well say 9 degrees uh, Celsius. 48 degrees Fahrenheit, 9 degrees Celsius. And our world times and temperatures as I speak, it's 12.08 in Honolulu. 12.08 a.m. in Honolulu, Hawaii. Just starting uh, uh, to coming to the new day here. Uh, it is uh, partly clear. Partly uh, cloudy, 78 degrees. In Phoenix, Arizona, where it's 3.08 a.m., it is uh, clear skies, 74 degrees Fahrenheit. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, at 4.08 a.m., it is clear skies, 63 degrees Fahrenheit. In Chicago, Illinois, at 5.08, it's cloudy uh, skies, 69 degrees Fahrenheit. In New York City, the jungle, and currently here in the southern tier of upstate New York at 6.09 a.m., um, clear skies, 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Over there in Cork, Ireland, across the pond, the Atlantic Ocean at 11.09 a.m., it is partly cloudy, partly sunny, 48 degrees Fahrenheit. That's, that's a little cool there, Cork at 11. It's at almost an hour before noontime. And at noontime, 12.09 p.m. in Milan, Italy, it is uh, cloudy and uh, partly clear. 71 degrees Fahrenheit in New Delhi, India at 3.39 p.m. in the afternoon. Cloudy skies, 92 degrees Fahrenheit. Mumbai, India at 3.39 p.m. Also cloudy skies, 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Kuala Lumpur, where it was raining yesterday, it's clear skies and sunny at 6.09 p.m. 82 degrees Fahrenheit in Tokyo, Japan where the time just uh, changed to uh, uh, 7.10. It is um, 7.10 p.m. It is cloudy skies, 81 degrees Fahrenheit. In Melbourne, Australia, at 8.10 p.m. in the evening, cloudy skies, 54 degrees Fahrenheit. And in Sydney, Australia, uh, at 8.10 p.m., a little cloudy, uh, mostly clear, 61 degrees Fahrenheit, and those are our world times and temperatures as we speak. Our thought for the day comes from Charles Schultz. You know who Charles Schultz is. He's the creator of Snoopy. Snoopy and the Peanuts gang, as far as that goes. I bring his bio up here. Charles uh, Monroe 
Sparky Schultz was an American cartoonist and creator of the comic strip Peanuts, featuring the two best-known characters, Charlie Brown and Snoopy. What a guy. What a guy. What a great, you know, I, I, I grew up with uh, Peanuts and uh, the comic strip. Used to, I loved it in the Sundays, the Sunday papers, the Sunday comics, as far as that goes. Now you have to come here online to get the Sunday comics. Um, so Charles Schultz's quote in our thought for today goes as follows. Just remember, once you're over the hill, you begin to pick up speed. So look at what you're doing. And though it may seem hard at first, once you get it going and rolling, and uh, once you're past that halfway point and stuff, it's rolling, uh, you begin to pick up speed and you finish up what you're doing. That's my takeaway on that. I did get a response when I posted. I post this up on uh, uh, on these fine social media platforms, and um, I had a response where this individual, Igor, what was this? This is over on that, that new platform called Pebbles. Uh, Igor Marianowski responded with, sometimes it's not easy to start some activity, but one time, with time, we can start to enjoy it because it becomes much easier, potentially um, feel some pleasure from the activity. That means once you get it going and you get used to what you're doing and stuff. So uh, it's a spinoff of uh, Charles Schultz's uh, quote this morning. So thank you, Igor, over there on Pebble. And I'm Fireman Rich over on Pebble.is, I believe it is. Let's see. Was a profile page, yeah. Pebble.is forward slash. That's one. They used to be. Um, what was it called? What was that called? It was called. Um, did they change the name in my? Uh, it used to be T Two Social, and they changed it to Pebble now. Just uh, this past week, so uh, that's a little bit of a change. It's still the same platform, just changed the name. As far as. Um, Pebble? Okay, yeah. Um, a posting is like a pebble on the uh, on this thing called the internet, I guess. Uh, let's see. Today's National Day. Today is Thursday, September 21st. This month is almost over with. Oh, my God. September 21st. I get sidetracked easily. September 21st, 2023. It is the 264th day of the year. It is the 38th week of the year and we're 72%, um, 72% finished with the year. And let's see, we have National New York State Day. Well, I'm a New Yorker, but I said it with all the other states, throw it in the trash bin. You know, I don't think the states should have a national day. That's National Papa Day. What's a papa? It looks like a fruit of some types. Uh, let's see, we National uh, Chia Day. Eh, I like this one, National Pecan Cookie Day. Who can't? Unless you're allergic to nuts, and pecans are an actual nut. We're talking about peanuts, uh, I think, uh, last week, where a peanut is 
something that's in the ground. It's not really a nut, but even though we call it a peanut, but a uh, 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 pecan is a nut. So we're going to go with National Pecan Cookie Day, uh, hashtag National Pecan Cookie Day. Each year on September 21st, people across the United States celebrate National Pecan Cookie Day. Um, this delicious cookie can be eaten and enjoyed morning, noon, and night. And I have eaten that on all three of those occasions. If you're a pecan snacker, which I am, another pecan-related celebration is National Pecan Day on April 14th, which I think we uh, we had there this past April. Pecan is an uh, is uh, is a word that means a nut requiring a stone to crack. Got to get that stone to crack it. A member of the Hickory family. The uh, pecan is native to Central and southern, southern United States. One of the best ways to enjoy the celebration is to have freshly baked pecan cookies straight out of the oven. And what cookie doesn't taste good straight out of the oven? And a, a cold glass of milk to wash it down. And you have found near perfection. And I would have to agree. So today is National Pecan Cookie Day. Our interesting article... Um, as I drink some coffee here, I got it was a little scarce in the queue, but I was able to come across this one where um, I find it interesting because I always like uh, you know we're 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 supposed to be good stewards and um, taking care of this big blue marble that we live on, or at least try to. Or um, though some people are trying to do it a little more extreme than than it should be, but. Uh, uh, this is an article where thousands of acres of uh, koala haven forests to come under logging bans in New S Southern Wales. So they're going to be banning the logging because the koala, well, they're, they're up there in the trees. And if you don't have no trees, the koalas aren't going to, um, I don't know if they would survive on the ground. They, they like being up in the trees, a little uh, cute, tight teddy bear looking of a, uh, animal. Um, down under, there's mass, a massive campaign to connect 315,000 hectares or 750,000 acres of coastal habitat for koalas in New, New Southern Wales into a single national park. Now, a new logging ban to come into effect will protect uh, what they call 106 hubs across 8,400 8, hectares or 221,000 acres of forests where koalas in the wild are known to congregate in larger numbers. It was uh, a historical step forward, said National Conservation Council Acting Chief Executive Brad Smith, describing the area as the most important koala habitat in the world. And I don't think any habit, I don't think koalas are outside uh, Australia. Maybe in, uh, they may be in New Zealand, but koalas, that's uh, um, related straightly, straight to Australia when you say it. The parcel is just one part, though key of the 315,000 hectare acres that a coalition of conservation organizations is hoping to protect forever to ensure koalas can survive the uh, uh, eons. 
let's see, uh, given the uh, great Nash, Koala National Park, the um, 315,000 hectare acres are currently split between conservation areas and state forests across an area the size of Yosemite National Park, which is a lot. Um, the GKNP, which is the Great Koala National Park, would unify it all under a heavy, heavier level of protection. So that, that's just a good thing for the koalas. Koalas need a particular kind of forest um, bio, one that lies close to the coast where, uh, where real estate is often converted into, you know, beach houses and all that. In this case, 21,000 acres were saved from logging um, another activity in these woods. And you don't want them because then don't, these koalas will end up becoming endangered species. Um, New South Wales government mapping of koala habitat confirms that it, it, it's going to protect the most important koala habitat in the region. So they're on board. Everybody is on board. It probably except the loggers. They they would probably would would like to cut the trees down and uh, get the money from it. Koalas are the only living members of the I can't even pronounce this the particular type of family, which makes them totally unique on this planet. There's no other variation of this. The koala. Um, Currently, only 58% of the uh, Greater Koala National, let's see, what, what, what do they call that? The Greater, the Great Koala National Park. <laughs> they got it uh, in their uh, initials there, GN, GKNP proposed to, is per, currently only 58% of uh, the GKNP proposal is protecting is protected from logging. So they're going to protect the other uh, uh, 42%. And the coalition can acknowledge that this latest ban is merely a step in the right direction. No, it's a big step. The GKNP estimates that it would cost the state around $1.5 billion to buy all the land and set up the park infrastructure. While the worldwide fame of having a place to come and be uh particularly guaranteed to see koalas in the wild would add handsomely to the already 20,000 or two twenty billion made every year um, in the state of New South Wales from national tourism. So this would increase tourism. It would guarantee tourism because you'd have a guaranteed place where you don't have to go to a zoo to see a koala bear. You can actually see them out in the wild. And I think that's... Uh, a very good thing. It's a great thing as far as that goes. So hats off to uh, New South Wales government and the conservation groups that are putting this together and stuff like that. Sounds like a good, good thing because we've got to do we've got to do things to protect these uh, these uh, these critters animals that are on this big blue marble that we all live on. Let's see, uh, in our world history for the day, on this day in 1915, Mr. Cecil Chubbs bought Stonehenge for 6,600 pounds. Born in Shooton, four miles west of the iconic uh, monument, he had grown 
up passing by um, the Salisbury Plain and admired it and believed after uh, an amassing a, a personal future, fortune that a Salisbury man ought to be the owner. Three years after he purchased it, he presented it as a gift to Great Britain's first commission of works who received it on behalf of the nation. So it was privately owned at first. That's interesting. It's on my bucket list to go visit. Um, that would be, it must be an awesome site. Uh, let's see, on this day back in... Um, Let's see, 1964, Independence Day in Malta from Britain. And then uh, you had in 1981, Ben Lees from Britain and Armenia from the Soviet Union in 1991. A lot of countries, when the breakup of the Soviet Union, the imploding of the Soviet Union and the, uh, the fall of the Berlin Wall back in 1991, there's a lot of uh, countries that took their independence there. Let's see. On this day, um, September 21st, 1981, the Senate unanimously confirmed the nomination of Sandra Day O'Connor to become the first female justice on the Supreme Court. And in 1937, The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien was first published by uh, George Allen and Irwin. LTD of London. So the, the first publication of The Hobbit was back here on this day in 1937. I love everything that has... J.R.R. Tolkien's my favorite author. I love him. Love to meet him. Uh, in 1957, the legal mystery drama Perry Mason, starring Raymond Burr, premiered on CBS 1957. And um, I used to watch that show when it was black and white. Pretty intense... Uh, show. In 1961, the first Boeing Chinook 47, CH-47 Chinook military helicopter made its first hovering flight. It's still in uh, use by the military today. It's uh, the big long tube with the two big uh, uh, rotors on it. And let's see, in 1982, National Football League players began a 57-day strike their first regular season walkout ever on that on this day. Of course, we have the uh, what strikes we have. We still have the current uh, actors writers guild strike going on out there in Hollywood, and then we also have the uh, auto um, auto strike there out in Detroit by the automakers there. And let's see what else do we have. Um, Back in 1985, in North Korea and South Korea, relatives who had been separated for decades were allowed to visit each other as both countries opened their borders in unprecedented family reunion. That'd be great. They could do that again. That border's been closed. North Korea needs to relax a little bit, but that's North Korea. Let's see. Do we have anything else? Um, no. That's it. Uh, let's see. Last night in Major League Baseball play, the Mets beat the Marlins and the, the Yankees lost to the Blue Jays. <laughs> oh, just seeing more losses from these two teams. And, um, you know, I like 
I have really been watching, to be truthful. Um, I, maybe I should start watching them and stuff at, uh, instead of just looking at the box scores. Let's see. The Yankees continue playing the Blue Jays down in the Yankee Stadium tonight at 7.05. And the Mets, they look like they are off tonight. They were, I think they were off on a f- regular Friday. And Or no, that's tonight's Thursday. I'm sorry. Yeah, tonight's Thursday. I got I got mixed up yesterday. I'm thinking there was a last night. I thought it was Thursday night. I was I was waiting to watch it on Twitch because it, uh, Amazon Prime puts uh, the Thursday night football games now on Twitch, and <laughs> I'm a day early, so uh, the the football game is on tonight. I'll be getting the football here in a little bit. So uh, so so tomorrow. The uh, Mets, they'll be playing Philly. Okay, so they're going down the, they'll be down to Philly, and the Yankees will be hosting the Diamondbacks going into the weekend, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like that's the way it's going to go. Uh, Canadian football, uh, tomorrow the Rough Riders um, play against the Redbacks tomorrow at 7, Friday night, and then uh, at 9.30 tomorrow night the Lions play the Elks. So there's two football games, Canadian football, uh, tomorrow night, which uh, they're in their uh, 16th week of a 21-week uh, season. The uh, Alouettes will play the Stampeders Saturday at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And the Tiger Cats play the Argonauts. That's the team I'm rooting for, and they're in first place in, their, in the East Division. They, they play Saturday night at 7. NFL action. Starts tonight at 8.15. The New York Giants, who I picked, hopefully, to beat the 49ers out there in San Francisco. But the 49ers are tough. If they win, that will be an upset right there. I think I got it tagged as an upset. Um, the game Sunday will be the Falcons and the Lions. And then the Chargers and Vikings, Saints and Packers, Texans and ja- uh, Jaguars, Broncos and Dolphins. Um, these are all one o'clock games. Continue with the one o'clock games. Titans and Browns. That should be a good game right there. Bills and Commanders. That's going to be the one I'm going to win. Go Bills. Bills Mafia. And then uh, Colts and Ravens at one. Patriots and Jets. Jets. I picked the Patriots. I, I'd like to see the Jets win. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting. And then the 4 o'clock games, uh, Panthers and Seahawks at 4.05. The Bears at 4.25 against the Chiefs. Uh, probably be watching, hopefully watch that game. Cowboys and Cardinals. That will probably be the game because CBS always carries the Cowboys at 4.25. Steelers and Raiders at 8.20 p.m. And then uh, there's two Monday night games again. There's the Eagles and Buccaneers. And then we have the Rams and Bengals. Uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16 games. How come there's 16 games? Did I forget a game? I think I forgot a game. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and check my list. Okay. No problem. We, I got the picks for tonight. Uh, there's a thing I'm doing. Uh, there's a podcast uh, or a, a broadcast that's on Sundays uh, for my good friend. I'll give him a plug. Tony D at real t- uh, or no at Tony Tone one sixty three on Twitter. That um, he uh, he starts at about ten thirty, eleven o'clock Sunday 
morning, and I'm on there. He does a Twitch broadcast, and we talk about football. Uh, he goes over the fantasy picks, fantasy football, but I'm just seeing that there's, there is 16 games. I thought, it, okay, we're missing the Rams and Bengals game. There's two Monday night games. Wow. Let me see the following week. Are they doing this every month? No, okay. Maybe it's because I know last week there was two Monday night games, the Saints and Panthers, Browns and Steelers. So there's the 16th game, Rams and Bengals. Okay. On that game, I probably end up picking the Rams. But it's at home. So Cincinnati, they're, they're just not starting. I think uh, I think the fact that this uh, preseason, um, this past preseason, a lot of the, the starters did not play in any of the preseason games. And I think the uh, last week and this week, the first two weeks is showing that there is – on these uh, premier players, there is some rust <laughs> that they're trying to work out because it's not there's not really some strong play, and um, usually on these uh, these some of these teams they have over forty points and there hasn't really been over. Oh yes, there has. I don't know what that article is. I'll have to check that article. Maybe maybe they're saying there's too much scoring. Well, we'll see. But uh, like I said, it's uh, it's an interesting first two weeks already. So um, had some good games, and uh, we're hoping to have some good games this weekend. All right, folks, I guess that's about it as we're just past the 33-minute mark here on this audio podcast. And uh, I try and keep this within the, the 30 to 45-minute range. Um, since that one time it went close to an hour, um, you can only you have a max limit of one hour recording time when you're using the uh, the uh, Spotify for Podcasters app, which is a great app. Again, I don't have nothing to do with Spotify or uh, Spotify for Podcasters, but it's a fantastic app to use, and I enjoy using it when I do the audio, the Fireman Rich audio podcast. I, I, uh, and I have it I, again. The way it works, I got the the phone. Um, but backing all the way up to the microphone, I got the microphone connected into the um, um, what's it connected into? Oh, it's connected into the uh, iPad Mini, an old iPad Mini, first generation, using a Lightning connector, and then uh, it goes through the Lightning connector. I'm using um, Boss Jock app. You can't; it's uh, Boss Pack or Pack Boss or. Audio or something like that, but Boss Jock app is a great app. I love using it. And then from there, it gets uh, tied into the Behringer 802 soundboard, and out of there, it, the, the cable comes out, goes into an iRig 2 that's connected into the phone, and then it's recorded on the phone. And then I will, uh, after I'm done all broadcasting, I will go ahead and uh, post it up via the app. It's that simple. And I don't really need. I can just use the um, the f phone microphone if I'm out and about mobile and stuff like that but uh, it's always pretty neat to use all this stuff that's on the computer desk alright folks uh, we're going to wrap it up here and exit stage left and get our day started uh, top off our coffee get this posted up and go out for a morning walk here with the missus and uh, get my day started so you all have a great one we'll be on tomorrow morning for the uh, the uh, what do we call that the uh, 
the broadcast over there on Twitch, the uh, the Friday morning coffee at Twitch broadcast, and uh, we'll be over there on Twitch about five thirty, quarter, eh, maybe closer to quarter to six. I've been doing the quarter to six, uh, but normally five thirty, between five thirty, quarter to six, unless I'm running late doing something. Um, but we will have the Twitch broadcast tomorrow. And uh, we're working towards the weekend. We're here at the Wannabe Friday, and we'll be going into Friday. So we're, we're finishing up the week, folks. We're, uh, what is it, uh, Charles Schultz's, uh, we're uh, over the hill, and we're beginning to pick up speed to finish up the week, <laughs> so to speak. All right, folks, Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich here on uh, Spotify for Podcasters. Also, Fireman Rich over there on Truth Social, Instagram Threads, and X, formerly known as Twitter. You all have a great one. Live life. Have fun. Ciao for now. As always, peace. Take care, folks.